Hello, everybody, and welcome to Couch Guy Hollywood. I don't know the intro because Cooper's <laughs> not here, so I'm not going to do it. I was just thinking while I was in the bathroom, I was like, frick, we forgot. Frick. <laughs> we're allowed to swear, right? Um, yeah. Okay, fuck. <laughs> I mean, we're already I rated. We already have, like, the swear rating on our podcast, so oh. we can swear if we want. Check. Uh, no, I was like, fuck, we forgot to have uh, Cooper record that before he went on his little vacay. Yeah, it's okay. We can do one episode without it. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. How are you, Carly? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. That's How good. are you? That's good. <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Hanging in there. You know, busy like you. Same. Yeah. Same schedule. So we It's weird. I'm stuff. like busy three days a week, but also like the rest of the four days don't feel like much, but like... My mind is busy, so I just feel busy. Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to hop into it in a minute, but we might, we're already here. I might as well talk about it. So oh, sorry. What? Moving things along too oh, fast. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I want to talk about our thesis projects because oh. we're working on them. Um, and I don't know. I thought we might as well talk about it. We might as well get into... Well, we don't have to exactly say what we're doing because I don't know if you want to... Steal wanna, my idea. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Don't <laughs> steal my film because, you know, right now everyone's Honestly, shooting. Honestly, steal it. You could probably do something better. I'm just joking. I don't know. That would be bad. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my uh, love. You know, just trying to look at everything. Uh, yeah, Nick, tell us about yours. Oh, okay. I'm starting first. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I'll start. Yeah, you I guess go that's first. true. <laughs> um, but no, so we're working on our thesis films and we're doing our feature film at the same time. It's too much. Which is <laughs> a lot of work and it's a lot of just random writing. And I find myself getting. Sorry. I find myself getting. Um, I don't want to say bogged down because it's not the right word, but just like, I don't know. I, we're it's doing hard. so much writing and we're doing the same thing for like each class. Yeah. So I definitely like lose what I'm doing. Like I'm like, oh, this is a good idea. And then I'm like, oh, wait, but this is an idea that I wanted to do for the other writing exactly. class. Exactly. Like I go to write like a synopsis for one class and I start writing and I'm like, oh, this is the wrong story. Right. And it kind of like, I don't know. It doesn't really, like, make me lose motivation, but, like, it it makes it harder to really focus on, like, one character at a time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, because, like, for me, like, when I write scripts, I really like to get into my characters, and I like to try to, um, I don't know, be in the characters' footprints or whatever, which is hard for this film that I'm working on, and I'll get into that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But when I'm doing, when we're doing two scripts at once, it's like, how do I really put myself into the script when we're literally doing a feature length script, which is, you know, 130, whatever pages. And then as well as our, our thesis film, which is our final film that we want to make as good as possible. Cause you mm-hmm. know, showing in Warner brothers to like, you know, a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And then just the fact of like, it's our final like big film that we shoot with like, in a sense, that's, free equipment. That's a crazy part. Yeah. Like it's our final, like, it's we're like shooting what we show at. outside of school. Like, Oh, this is our project yeah. that we come out of school. Right. With, basically. I, it's our, I, I want to, like, it's the cheapest films we're going to do. In a sense of, like, the all the equipment. I mean, I guess we pay for it in a sense of, like, our our tuition. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to pay extra for equipment. Cheapest. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. But no, I get what you mean. I d- this, is, like, didn't even occur to me until, like, right now. I kind of have thought about it with myself and, like, my two characters that I'm dealing with. But you're dealing with, like, two totally different characters. Yeah. Opposite genders, opposite age spectrums. Everything is and opposite. And, like, both of those are very different to you. Whereas, like, my two characters, I found it hard because they're so similar. Like, they're right. both young adult females. And I can connect to that a little bit easier, too. Right. Especially with both of them. I've made them both characters that I, like, have personal connections with and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. 
So I'm sure that's difficult for you. Yeah, because like for my thesis, at least, I'm doing a script about, uh, well, there's two children, at least. I, well, I say two children. There's two in the main family. There's two kids. I have uh, at least what I think I'm saying, eight years old, eight or 11 for the like my main protagonist. Yeah, I, I would think say eight. nine or 10. Right. More. And so like, first of all, right I've never them. I've <laughs> never directed a kid. I've never like really been in the mindset of a kid. And I really want to like when I'm writing this, I'm trying to write it in the perspective of this kid and just try to make it. I mean, like not I don't know, just like I've tried to explain this to you earlier. I just want to like I don't know. I really can't. I can't explain. I think it's just going to happen as I write it and as we keep working on these. But I just want to get like super personal and try to really understand her because there's a lot to her character. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I have a horror thesis with a bunch of children <laughs> and then my feature script we're not shooting our feature mm-hmm. script Stephen so that's King? nice yeah Stephen <laughs> King. and then my my feature script is about it's like a taken style movie in a sense like main characters kid gets killed and then he goes on this like rampage to try to um get revenge, get revenge. and then i think what i'm gonna have to do is he gets revenge and i, I haven't fixed we had to turn in all of our like like um the original like whatever stuff we were working on mm-hmm. um but I think I'm going to change it because I don't like how my story is right now. There's like a, just kind of a, mi- a middle part that feels weird to me. Hmm. So I want to I wanna end like the story that I have now, how it ends at the end, like halfway through. And then have like a, a second half of the story about him like going to jail and then coming back and trying to get his family back. Like trying to get his wife back. Because like it kind of just feels weird to me. Because it's just like... I want to do this. Uh, now I have to think of something that can put in his way to stop him from doing it. So mm-hmm. there's like, you know, that part of the film just hitting all the marks. So I have to add in a bunch of crap to make it work. <laughs> At least we we'll want to film it. That's all. Yeah. I don't wanna I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Glad we have no, film. thank but you. But it'd be cool to have, like, keep working on for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, hey, you never know. You could, who knows, you could sell your script. You know what I mean? Like, that too. That you never too. know. It's always yeah. good to have a script on hand, mm-hmm. even though. I swear to God, if like 20 years down the line, you see me making my feature film that I'm working on right now, yikes. <laughs> yikes. I feel like that'd be cool. Well, what no, are you be talking cool, about? But just like, I, that's I'm crazy. I'm sure it'd be way more developed by then. Yeah. That's you true. like, imagine a f- a But like me making years an action movie. Oh. I don't know if I could direct well, an action movie. I, I no. mean, I think I could. It has the drama and the. You're still a young filmmaker. Yeah. I don't true. know what you can do. That's true. But that's true. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I feel like it'd be cool. You'd have a super developed character by then. You would have a lot of ideas. Yeah. You'd probably scrap a lot of them because you just have a shit ton of ideas. Yeah, jeez. Probably. I don't know. It'd be cool. What are you working on? What are your two films? <coughs> well, I'll start off with my feature because that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, my feature is about a young girl who's kind of struggling with her art. And then her dad gets diagnosed with MS and she dedicates all his time with him and like forgets about her own self and her own relationships and that kind of thing. Deep. Very deep. It's good. I remember reading it. It's very just like the way you have it so far, it just fits like the storytelling, like what you're supposed to do. It definitely hits all the marks. It's a pretty easy story. Like, but I think I'm really digging deeper and finding kind of myself in this character, which is cheesy as fuck yeah, <laughs> i mean that's but that's how you make a good story that's how you write a better story i know and i yeah connecting yeah. with the characters and I such know. but it's weird though i yeah. don't like being so vulnerable like that mm. especially like i don't know talking in class to like our teachers in front of like the whole class about things because they're like oh is this about you i'm like 
Yeah. Uh, oh well, can you relate to this? Uh, well, yeah. especially uh, as you know, my thesis. Yeah. It's uh, about a girl that like wants to be just like her own individual and doesn't want to follow societal like values of getting married and having kids and that kind of thing. And right. like those aren't really my values, but like I do see myself in this character. There's things in the thing. character you can pull out that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And also, she has she's an insomniac, which. I have dealt with before. I haven't actually had many issues lately, which is nice. <laughs> but Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm glad. But uh, she, um, she has hallucinations. And I'm trying to deal with that, too. I don't want to make it mm. tacky. And our teacher today was telling, us, or telling me that I should keep a dream journal. And I have not done that in like a year. And it's well. Which is actually really coincidental because my friend Mackenzie, who may or may not be watching this. Who knows? Hi, Mackenzie. <laughs> I don't know. I, she's asked about it before. Uh, so it's okay. But uh, she even texted me the other day about, like, this one off-topic. Sorry. You're good. But about, like, this dreaming technique that you can do with a friend. And oh. if you're, like, on the same, like, wavelength, you can kind of, like, dream each other in each other's dream and both have, like, the same recollection of it. So, like, you can, if like, co-op <laughs> a dream with someone? Yeah. So, I think the way that it goes is that you keep a dream journal together. It's and like so a multiplayer dream. Yeah, so then wow. you share your dreams. So then at a point you can experience the same kind of dream. I don't know. Maybe I got that's that crazy. wrong. Because I mean, he's probably like, the fuck, that's not what I say. Yeah. <laughs> Is that kind of like how people, you know, some people are like, oh, like, we're like, you know, same person. Like, we make that oh joke sometimes. <laughs> like, is it that kind of thing where, like, you do it so much that, like, you you, ha you start having, like, I think, similar yeah, dreams? Yeah, the dream journal influences each other's dreams. So do you, like, share so dreams and, like, yeah. like, oh, look at my dream. What is yours? <laughs> like, do you really yeah, do that? I, no, I've never well, not done you, it. Well, not you. Like, like, I think this. that's what happens, yeah, is that you share your dreams. Interesting. And your subconscious conscious eventually makes that into a dream or something like that but i was like <laughs> yo dude crazy. i haven't practiced like any dream journaling yeah. or like creative dreaming in a while and then looks like teacher, we're dream journaling <laughs> let's go yeah pull out my creative dreaming book <laughs> i wish i um like dreamed like i do yeah. i do some what was the dream that i had recently was it, i don't know if oh, this is an nsfw dream or not <laughs> no Thank was you it like crazy fine. I kind of forget what happened. Oh, I forget, but it was something really. It was some up. guy like coming after you, right? Oh my god, it was. <laughs> but there was an old man. It, okay, yeah, an old man. This is super off topic. Man. I had the weirdest dream, and I don't understand this. I've never experienced this before. There was, I don't know what it was. I was just trying to be a nice guy. There was some dude who needed help, yes. and he was falling, and I like dude, tried to help him. Work. It was like right outside his house or something. I don't know because we ended up getting to his house, and I was like trying to put him onto the couch, and then all of a sudden, this dream like. T took a turn and all of a sudden i like couldn't do any i couldn't control my own dream like it was being controlled by this man oh and so no. i was laying in bed <laughs> and i was like telling myself in the dream like i need to get up i want to get out of this i want to get away from this mm -hmm. and then at the same time this dream was like taking hold of me and i was i don't even understand it might make no sense but no, it was just it the sense. weirdest shit i've ever experienced in my entire life and Dreams i woke up like scared yeah yeah like i've never it was it was a wild time. It was wild. <laughs> <Dreams> <laughs> I like it was crazy. cool, like, but not really. It was cool, like, in the sense that like it was a dream, and like just a story that you ran, like your subcon uh, subconscious randomly like came up. Right. Yeah. Like that's cool. Right. But then you're but, like, like not what the really. fuck's happening? <laughs> but like, not really, because like that's yeah, fucked. Like, like, am I, I okay? Look through this right now. <laughs> am I okay? Like, what is this? Um, 
I do quickly, this is off topic, but I do just want to bring up um, Thursday. We are having uh, John on the podcast. If you watched last week's. Yes, this Thursday. So if you watched last week's episode, you might have heard him. He was in the background. He was here. Um, he's a friend of the podcast. Uh, so he's going to be coming on Thursday. So it's going to be Thursday, Cooper and him Thursday, Thursday. Thursday. And then uh, I forgot the schedule off the top of my head. Um, I can check my phone, but I'm pretty sure. We have an unprepared man here. I know. Next Tuesday, I'm pretty sure me and you are on again. Um, but then we're not going to be on for a while. We're going to have a little break because we have other They're people sick coming of on. Yeah. Let me uh-huh. check right now. Oh, I, I lied. I'm sorry. Like Next Tuesday, it's going to be Cooper and Carly on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, that will be weird. <laughs> that will <laughs> be weird. <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I'm just, I'll let you guys know about what's happening. What's ha- like, I won't be Peace here out, Thursday. Nick. I'll be gone for a little bit. I'll still be here, though. I'll probably be the one in the mic. Wow, first time? Well, not next week because you'll be here still. So you're not on the show next. Like, sorry, Thursday's show. Oh. Like you're you're going to oh, be Oh, yeah. I guess Thursday you're not. So I'll just be, I'll be John next <laughs> week. Like John was la- like last time. Yeah. I'll be John okay. next podcast. It doesn't You'll matter. You'll be commentary. In the yeah, podcast. it doesn't yeah, matter. Um, <laughs> so I do also, I know I talked about this with Cooper um, Thursday. I do just briefly want to bring it up because we both, you, we, wow, you finished it. And I watched it with Ooh, you again. I wonder what. <laughs> so, um, love Victor, good old friend of the po- of the podcast, Michael's mm-hmm. his show on on Hulu. If you haven't checked it out, make sure you do. Um, so we watched it. What do you think? What are your like? Uh, honestly, let's spoiler review. If you haven't seen it, well, whatever, just skip like five what? minutes. <laughs> well, you should watch it, but it's I mean, like, just early. skip five you minutes. You can't skip on a live stream. Well, let's like, close your, your ears. ears. Plug your ears, kids. <laughs> la, la, la. Well, I guess we actually, yeah, you're right. Let's not spoil don't it. Don't spoil it. Like, don't give away too much. Yeah, we can just because it it's so early. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're um, right. and especially Hulu sometimes hard to acquire. You know. That's, that's true. That's, that's true. Not everyone has Hulu. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should have waited. Um, uh, I actually kind of enjoyed the show. It definitely kept me on my toes. Yeah. It's been a. Like, I can't believe that was supposed to be a Disney Plus show. Yeah. <laughs> That's Like, there's one episode, and I wouldn't say this is spoiling, because it's like, whatever. Like, there's an episode where he where they're, like, spending the entire episode talking about, like, sex. Like, pretty, mm-hmm. like, like the opening image is of a vagina. Like, that is literally like, the episode. Very, yeah. like, uh, I don't know, like, a, I don't know what show to compare it to. But it, it's, I was saying The Fosters is what it kind of reminded me Honestly, of. Honestly, it's like, The Fosters, I've never really seen it. Yeah, I've only seen a couple episodes. And 13 Reasons Why kind of mixed together. I feel like it's just like a better done 13 Reasons Why almost. And a mixture of the movie. Like, I mean, it doesn't have a lot of the same themes as 13 Reasons Why. But you're still Uh, dealing with a group of kids that are going through these angsty, as they mentioned in the show a lot, they're angsty. (laughs) Um, They're going through their angsty times. And Mm. I don't know. I think it's not super duper realistic, but... I think it's pretty realistic, and I'm not personally. Um, where was I going with that? I don't know. <laughs> not sure. I don't know what I was going to say with that. Oh, I'm not in high school now. Oh, That's like, what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <You're not> <laughs> but like, I don't know. Definitely, if I was in high school, I think I would like be like a big fan yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's for definitely like good for. For younger people, for? yeah, no, it's yeah. a definitely like a good piece of text that's being put out for people for a, like yeah. 
especially younger kids to be influenced by. I gotta say though, there's <clears throat> so much unnecessary like there's drama. A lot of drama. Like mm-hmm. I don't. It's just it, like, it's, it's a funny. very dramatic show. Yeah. And like the central theme is definitely put across well, but it almost gets lost in the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> it's like know. every episode. You know, like the every end of an episode either is leaving a cliffhanger for the next episode, or it's just like creating more drama to just mm-hmm. make the story continue. And it's kind of it works. That's the thing, though. It works. It helps, and it mm-hmm. really does because it helps push you to keep wanting to watch it. And I think that's kind of why you know I think it goes along with the fact that it's a streaming show. And I think I'm interested to see because I feel like there haven't been that many shows that are made like that. And I'm like in a sense of like they know that you're at home watching this. And it's not like on TV and you're not like watching one episode. Like you're watching multiple episodes. They don't have to keep up with you every week. Yeah. Right. So they know it's like they're smart. They were like, okay, why don't we make it so this episode ends making them go, well, I want to watch one more. Mm -hmm. Like they're they're very good at that. And it Mm -hmm. it makes you like you could sit and watch the entire season in one night if you Mm -hmm. really wanted to. Yeah. I don't know. It's just pretty. I think it's smart. It's very smart. And Mm -hmm. especially made for younger people who are going to react to that more and go, oh, like they're going to be more excited about the f- all, all that, yeah. whatever. Um, I don't know. I just think it's really good, really well done. I was scared at first. Every character is like a, a good, decent character too. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's shows that have these characters that aren't good influences, but even like, I don't know, 13 Reasons Why, for example, from yeah. like yeah. the few seasons I've seen and stuff. Haven't you uh, seen like all the seasons? <laughs> Almost. No. Almost all. Uh, I haven't watched all of the first one or the okay. last one. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. But like in that show, they make these villain characters like very humanized and they try to make them look like still good people. And I'm not saying that that's not possible. Yeah. But it's still like idolizing these characters that have done have like committed felonies. <laughs> like yeah. they're bad characters in that show. Why. They're yeah, awful yeah, 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 people. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, even in this show, there's a fair share of, like, bad people. Yeah, but, like, everyone's still, like... Right. They're still... There's good not, like, people. Like, they're not, like, shooting or killing anyone. The one <laughs> guy that's set up to be, like, the mean jock, he, like, comes to an epiphany pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. Like, you, you aren't and rooting for him, And even then, he's never are. really too much of a dick. No. So. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, I really... Uh, I was surprised. Like, I was... When I saw the trailer, I think I knew from the trailer that it was going to be, like, decent. Just because, like, I was like, okay, uh, it's not like <laughs> High School Musical, the TV show, whatever. The, I'm not going to say the whole name because it's I'm not going to say High School Musical three times. <laughs> that's the show name. Um, but it does a good job, I think, uh, with what it is. And it doesn't feel too uh, childish. Yeah, I didn't watch the High School Musical one. I only watched, like, uh, an episode. Mm, don't need um, to. You know, I. But I think, yeah. especially the way that it was shot was very mature, and I think that's what like preteens want. They want a show that deals with their same things that they're going through and these same, I don't know, events and kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, it still looks like the same type of show that like their parents are watching. Right. Yeah. And like, that's what you want when you're younger. You don't uh-huh. want a show that looks like a kid's show. I don't know. Yeah. Like, especially like, when you're. 
middle school age and right yeah you're you ch- you're Them's trying to be towards. like older you're like i feel older mm-hmm. whereas like high school musical for example constant zooming in on the cameras constant like um, so bright yeah and it's just like obvious it's such a kid show yeah and i mean again very disney oriented it mm-hmm. makes sense for the audience and i think again it does really make sense why disney was like yeah we don't want this mm-hmm. and i'm glad because i think if it did go to disney i don't think it would hit the right like i think it would get shoved down because yeah so many things would have had to get removed mm-hmm. like there are a lot of scenes that probably it would have taken just out. been yeah so i don't know i i think it's i think it's good i think there'll be another season for sure it definitely sets it up for it and i know mm-hmm. people have been talking about a second season so um I mean, be. <laughs> I mean who knows knock on wood you know we don't we don't know but if yeah. so that's cool good for michael good for the cast <laughs> mm-hmm. uh but it's a really good show uh if you haven't watched it check it out i would actually check it out yeah yeah what would you uh, rate like it on a scale? I would say five. You know, we usually do movies. Out of five? Yeah, out of five. Five out of five? Oh, that, oh. no, that's not whoa, what I'm saying. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> you heard saying, that like, here first. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, no, now I feel bad not giving it a five. No, you don't give it a five. We don't ever give anything fives. It's okay. <laughs> Except for Cooper giving Dave a five. Well, yeah. Um, first time. <laughs> just because of my personal taste... I would say like 3.8 or so. Yeah. Just because of my personal taste. I mean, it's but still like, very cheesy. Like, again, if I was a f- preteen, I would have been all over the shit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. to me, it's funny and I like enjoy laughing and like making mm-hmm. fun of like how f- fucking absurd it is at times. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we lost a light. <laughs> Not a light. We lost <laughs> one of our lights. <laughs> We're now just green. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Um, just continue. Do we want to turn? Yeah, are we good to continue? Should we just? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um. Well, lighting has changed, guys. Hello, we're here. <laughs> Hello. Uh, what was I saying? I forgot what I was saying. I lost completely what I was saying. We were talking about the rating, and then I said if I was a preteen, and then you said oh. it's still a cheesy show. Yeah, I was saying like there's still some. I think it's cheesy in a sense of like just like what is said mm-hmm. but it's like it has to be done like there's no way around it and it's kind of just like what needs to happen mm-hmm. but um yeah i think in the sense of it's like maturity it's kind of like degrassi okay <laughs> i've never really watched degrassi but like mm. from what i know yeah i don't know much but i think it's definitely m- way more well executed than that ever yeah. was. even though that went along for a long time but yeah like, i mean i just think that it does a good job at hitting everything you know like it hits all the marks it hits everything that um any person any any teenager watching the show can relate to it mm-hmm. it just uh, it did a good job i i think they exactly. they, they do, took yeah. a good movie or a movie that was pretty good and um also i think i maybe mentioned this last week I like thought it was Love Simon. I thought it was literally the show, or it was literally the movie being made into the show, and in, into a show. Yeah. And so when I started watching it, I was like, Victor, that doesn't sound familiar. Hey, who's this dude? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, hold on. And then yeah. it like Simon was brought into it, and I was like, wait, that was the original guy's name. Yeah, you're like wait. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Yeah. But no, I actually really liked what they did with that horse whole storyline. Like, yeah. They added this other guy. Honestly, the first episode was especially cheesy when they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, Simon's like the king of the school. He came out gay. So, like, I don't know. Right. It was very just like, hey, don't forget. This is the sequel. I don't want to say sequel, but it's the same world as Love, Simon. Yeah. It just seemed a little forced. Yeah. Definitely. I agree. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a good show. Uh, I don't. Yeah, we talked about it last week, but uh, we can move on to. Um, I actually want to talk about some music, and I music. specific specifically didn't talk about this or tell you. So Uh-oh. grab your phone. Oh. And let's hop onto our. I can't see my oh phone. My gosh, let's hop onto our uh, music. Oh no. And let's just. What have we been listening to? What's What's been uh, the quarantine binge of music? Well, anything new? Anything. Well, actually, over quarantine, I think the biggest, like, not new artist, because I listened to her before, but yeah. my boyfriend, Sean, actually yep. recently has got me really into Amy Winehouse. And okay. I don't know, man. She's just amazing. We watched her documentary, too, and like Legend, her story yeah, is just, yeah, her story is just crazy. And yeah. I don't know. I nice. just really like her voice. All of her instrumentals are so good. She just had her foot in so many different types of music, too. And Sean and I were talking. It's like she could have gone so much further if she like didn't pass. Like, yeah. She was just starting to like really get involved with like hip hop and like really like um, musicals, like theory, jazz and like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So yeah. I don't know. She could have really done something different. It's sad. So sad, it's really it's sad. sad. But especially her album Frank, that's what I've been bumping a lot. Album. It's really, really good. Yeah, is that like a recent before she passed away, or is it like an older I, one? Yeah, I think it's her 2003. Oh, so she it's died she died much further after that. 2011. 2011? Yeah. So it's an older album, but still, yeah. that's cool. It's really good. Well, and her boyfriend was a dick. Oh really? <laughs> Fuck that guy. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm guessing you're going to use this one. Um, I mean, that you can go. It's just a song. I mean, I can do it. Um, <laughs> the new J. Cole song that did come out, uh, Snow on the Bluff. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's cool. It's important. I think it was, uh, I'm glad that he said it. But, I mean, there's a lot of uh, heat that he got behind this because it's, like, subtweeting or sub-posting about No Name because No Name had said something. <laughs> oh, and I'll it was kind of like. <laughs> Yeah, and that was that's also a good one that just came out her single. Um, yeah. I don't know. See, I don't know exactly if her song came up before his or if she's or if hers came out after. Um, but I, there was some sort of drama between the two of them, or oh, alleged drama. Uh, no, it doesn't have a date on there. I know it's a. It's well, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean it's powerful. And then he also said some things on Twitter about everything and about his feelings about Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's interesting. I think he he put a good perspective and a like a different perspective on it of mm-hmm. kind of like guys, listen, like um, I understand you want me and you think I should say something, and you're like, where is he? Yeah, he's like, you know, I don't really know what to say. I don't really think I'm any in any power to say anything. Yeah, which I mean. Technically, no, you have a huge fan base. You can be used to push things forward. But, I mean, I see where he's at of, like, he doesn't know. He doesn't, he's not. Um, Honest? I yeah. don't know the word for it. He's not taught enough or did, doesn't educated know, educated enough, enough yeah. on the topic to say what yeah. he thinks. Or I mean, maybe he is, but he whatever. doesn't feel educated Right, enough. yeah. I think it's also similar to, I just recently, we watched, we talked about it last week. I just watched it, though, the 864, uh, like the thirty-minute thing from Dave oh, Chappelle. Oh yes, the Dave Chappelle thing. Yeah, eight six four, right? I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. Still, I'm um, sorry. Eight four six. Eight four six. I think that sounds better. Eight four six. Yeah. Eight four six. Um, but I think it's kind of a similar view to how what he said. 
he said something very similar to that was that he he figures that people know how he feels like yeah. and that he doesn't feel like he needs to say anything he said this is this one's up to the streets like this is their <laughs> thing to fight and like he's proud of us and he's and then oh one thing i really liked about what he said he said that like i think he maybe said he's been in the driver's seat before i forget yeah. maybe that wasn't part of it but he said like i'm in the back seat now that you guys are taking the driver's seat damn so like I thought that was, and I think that's kind of like Jake Hole's perspective. Like, yeah, so am I. This is like you, like you guys, you guys take this one. Like, yeah, like you go guys for got it. it. Like I believe in you. That's cool. That's cool. So I think I, I do need cool. to watch it. Still, I haven't. I haven't. It's really it good. Because also, um, I don't know. I haven't watched this yet, and I do want to watch it really bad. I might watch it tonight actually, because I totally forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. Uh, Eric Andre released his Netflix special today. Oh. Really? That came out, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to. He hasn't never done one. It's his yeah. first special. I'm excited. Um, and it, I saw the trailer. It looks like very much like just typical Eric Andre, but on a stage. This was before quarantine, right? Yeah. That he recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he went on a tour. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, I also. I mean, I'm just looking at things that I've been listening to recently. Um, I'm always gonna listen to Tam Paula. That's always my thing. If you like good like psychedelic rock, their older album. Um, well, both of their yeah, older I albums. Know, like, a lot of people don't listen to their older Yeah, albums, I mean, a lot of people so. are just bandwagon fans and are like, because <laughs> they're like popular now, everyone's like, oh, Tim and Paula. Um, but their old album, Inner Speaker, which came out in 2010, and then even Lunarism 2012, which had Elephant, are both just like so good songs. Such really? incredible songs. What are the EPs? Are you looking for the EP? Oh, the EP is really good too. The EPs were really um, good. The blue one. Uh, it's just called Tame Even Paula. that one's good too. Yeah, uh, yeah. but that, that's just a single, the Sundown Syndrome yeah. and Remember Me. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's so many good Tame Paula songs, so many good, just like mellow stuff to put on. Like I like to just put it on, and do homework, just have it on the background, turn it down, mm-hmm. just have ambient noise, um, whatever. And then uh, I've been listening to the new Joy, or not the new. I'm sorry, the older All American Badass Joy Joey Badass album, which is. Very good and also very important to what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that's said in there is very um, topical. Uh, it's a very strong, and uh, I just think Joey Battis is a really good artist, too. Like, I really just like his uh, style. So that's a good one to check out mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to. Or even go back and listen to it again just to kind of, with everything that's going on now, I think it will definitely hit a lot harder because it's just very powerful, and you can really hear it, like, in his voice that there's, like, you know, he's really trying to spread a message. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I'm trying to just see what else. There's a new Anderson Pox song uh, called did Lockdown, which is very good. What? Did I tell you to get that or did you get that? No, I got that myself. Really? I heard yeah. that too. Uh, I haven't Jerry listened Paper, to all of it. Abra- yeah. Abracadabra. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I found it on, I just saw it on the, on Apple Music when it came out mm-hmm. and I clicked on the first song, listened to it and I was like, oh, I like his voice, it's but I haven't fun. listened to it yet. Yeah, I listened to a little bit of it. It's like, good like chill music yeah that's what i that's what it Sean sounded and like. i were at a friend's house and i ca- like they t- showed it to us oh really yeah that's funny you know i just saw I it on apple music i think they worked with him too right i thought that's what natasha said but hmm. maybe not hmm. um but you know i think that's really it i mean other than constant kanye and constant um uh i don't know what else tim paula uh yeah i also i really like the weekend album i don't know what it is that it it came out like i don't know a couple months ago i just think it's really good i like the weekend he's good sometimes just a little moody music but Mm -hmm. just everything i have stopped i saw it in your phone just now i haven't listened to rex orange county in a really long time 
I don't know mm. why. I just really haven't like cared. <laughs> yeah, it's really know. when I'm bored. I think like, that's no. I, I think what <laughs> bothered me is that we were listening to him before everyone else did. Like not to like be like, <sighs> but just like we were listening to his music before he had like this. Um, regular fan base in a sense of like everyone knew who he was like we like i'd listen to it and you'd be and people would be like who's this mm-hmm. and now everyone's everyone knows who he is mm-hmm. so like i don't know to me that kind of like turned me off a bit because i'm like he's too mainstream now it's kind of what happened to me and daniel caesar like literally yeah. i remember like my junior year of high school i was listening to daniel caesar and then all of a sudden he became really popular and i was like Mm. it's just like i don't know because like he's such a cool sound and i'm like anytime someone gets mainstream it ruins it Mm -hmm. like for me halsey was really cool i saw her in concert before she was big at all she had i think like thirty thousand followers on instagram she had an ep out and that was it right and when i saw her she was touring for magic dragons whatever and then she blew up like her first album came out and it was really good. It was very indie and it was very like that raw sound. That's good. Like the good indie sound that you'd like try to find. And then because of the album came out and she got so popular, she became like so pop and just so annoying. And I just don't like any of her music anymore. And it's like, whatever, it's fine. But that's just like the thing about mainstream music that sucks is because you get to a place where, you know, you have these people that you're under, you're stuck under these contracts. They're making you do certain things. If they don't like the song, they're not going to put it out. So, like, it's just, like, it sucks because I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Like, his latest album to me just wasn't that good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see myself listening to it that much. Like, there's a couple songs that are good, but it definitely was, like, on repeat for, like, two weeks. And then it just kind of, like, where's the next album? Like, mm-hmm. give me something new, which kind of, like, it sucks. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel, but I um, think that's it for my music. I don't know if you have anything else. I have two more things. Okay. To say. Um, Go for it. This one song my brother sent to me a while ago, and it's like a folk reggae song, Okay. but it's so much fun. Is it going to be bad if I like play a little bit into I the microphone? I don't know. Uh, Sean. Okay. I just want to play like just the beginning because it's don't such a good song. Do it like don't do a long clip either because I don't want to get taken down. Yeah, yeah. So it's Uptown Top Ranking by Althea and Donna from 1978, and this song is a banger. Just play like 10 seconds. Sorry. (laughs) Sounds like a hotel, like hotel music. It's so good. Can I wait till I want to listen to those vocals just a little bit? Sounds like elevator music. I don't know. It's pretty good, though. It's very just like, I don't know, beachy. <laughs> it's it's pretty funky. Yeah, I don't know. it's funky. And then this is another thing that my brother showed me a while ago. I remember him listening to him when I was in high school. Yeah. And I remember like liking the music, but also at the same time being like, this is kind of weird and this kid is weird. So Yeah. <laughs> but recently I've gotten back into him and his album from 2016 called In My Room. But Jacob Collier, okay, he like does a same sounds familiar for some reason. He does like I don't know why. Uh, he was one of the people that came up with like the iHarmony or something. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like an app where you harmonize with yourself. Interesting. Whatever. It's kind of like an acapella app or whatever. Sounds like something Bunny would know about. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, he he does like a lot of acapella stuff and harmonizes with himself. Yeah. But he also plays so many like music instruments. Okay. And he, I'm guessing he studies music theory. And all of his music is just really well done. He does some good covers, like Close to You and PYT is a really good one. Oh. 
Yeah. I don't know what and those are. He's got a very interesting sound. And yeah. Recently, I haven't listened to much of it, but I listened to a song of him and Daniel Caesar's. Uh, and it was interesting. Yeah. I don't know. There wasn't much Daniel Caesar in it. Huh. Interesting. But he's really interesting, I'd say. Hmm. And also, his last uh, single came out with a music video with this one artist. Actually, I need to look up his name because this guy <laughs> is amazing. And he does, like, animation things. But uh, I don't What is that called? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, stop animation? Like Clay animation. Camera obscura. I don't know what you're trying to talk about. I think that's camera obscura. Okay, just right? go with it. We'll go with it. <laughs> it's something like that. Wait, but I what about it? <coughs> that's what this guy does. So he does oh. like the visuals, and then after, so he does them on uh, record players, yeah, mostly. And um, that's cool. Yeah, and they look really cool. I think it's teen something on huh. instagram but he just recently did his music video for it yeah and you should definitely check this guy out because he's like an amazing artist hmm. i'll have to check it out uh Never heard of it. his name is t ken ng okay i don't know so it's t-e-e-k-e-n-n-g and what does he do he makes like these animation things oh that's cool yeah. oh it's like stop animation but it's not it's yeah, made with and it looks like they're like walking yeah once the Vinyl starts spinning really cool. and stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, so sorry, I'm gonna we're gonna go off topic yeah, a yeah. bit. Uh, so I wanted to talk. I was trying to think of like a movie or a movie that we've watched recently, like a a new movie. But I mean, we already talked about everything that's like come out. We already talked about Staten Island. We already talked about Love Victor or yeah, Love Victor. Um, that's it. There's no other not movies. a movie, but yeah, <laughs> right. Things that have come out recently. I'm sorry. Uh, so I wanted to talk Space about. Wars. Space Force, yeah, we talked about that already. <laughs> Does it Ugh. need any more screen time? No, it really doesn't. I still haven't finished it yet. Sound I don't. Time. I don't plan on finishing it. What? I said screen time, and then I corrected myself to sound time. Oh, screen time. I think screen time. I think but screen time is the right word. To for podcast that. listeners, what? Be sound time. Oh. Uh, but like, also in general, it doesn't deserve any more screen time. No, it really doesn't. But I meant like. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. My bad. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I should. That was cringy, but it's okay. No. Uh, so I want to talk about some just old movies, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, why not? You know, do a review of some older movies. Um, I want to do The Shining because I just love that movie, and it's the first movie I thought of when we thought about this. Um, so, and then I know you have a movie that you want to talk about afterwards. Mm -hmm. After me, yes. Okay, I mean, just like a little, like, like I don't know, if no one's seen it, just kind of like, or if you haven't seen it in a while. Like, Shining, everyone's seen. If you haven't already, I might bring you should watch it. Just because we were talking about John Malkovich so much. Ooh, good old John Malkovich. But go ahead. But no, so the only reason I said Shining is because we did, like, work with it today in class. Like, we talked about it. Because of you. What? Because of you. Yeah, yeah, because of me. I brought it in, so... Uh, but no, I just, I really, it's one of those films that for me, I always want to watch and I always go back to it and it's kind of like started my love, I think for film. It was one of those, 
Like one of like the first, I feel like, so when you're younger, you watch a lot of movies, right? But they're all like shitty movies. They're all like made for children, like kids movie until you get to a certain age. Or they're movies that your parents are watching. Right. Right. And even then you don't pay attention. Like say your parents are watching, like this is weird if they're watching it with you, but like say Pulp Fiction's on, you're not going to watch that as a kid. Right. So you're only going to watch. my mom watched Boy in the Striped Pajamas. She. (laughs) And I was really young and I was like. What? I'm pretty sure I watched that with my. Oh my god, I saw that when I was young too. Probably, yeah. I saw it when it was on what, video what on was demand. Wrong with parents? Yeah, yeah dude. but it was my babysitter. My babysitter was like, "Oh, I want to watch this movie," and turned it on. I was like, "Oh, what's this about?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, it's a fun movie." Is it though? No, it's not. It's fucked up. That's it. I mean, it's a good movie though. Yeah, yeah. It's a very it's a good, really movie. good movie. So sad, but dude, very like good. Right my grandpa died too. Remember. <laughs> It was just a sad I'm so day. sorry. <laughs> this is just unfortunate things <laughs> just happening. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Man. Where do we go from boy and strip jobs to shining? Yeah. Our podca- podcast reached all dark. <laughs> it doesn't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, so it's just one of those movies that for me, it brought me into film and it made me really want to do mm-hmm. things. I, I don't know. I, don't, I was finishing talking. I don't know why I jumped ahead of myself. What I was trying to say was, when you're younger, like you watch all these, you know, whatever movies, and then you get to a certain age and you start watching more adult movies. And for me, this was like my first, like, adult. I, I don't want to say adult horror movie because that's stupid, but like, just like I don't know, like a real horror movie mm-hmm. that wasn't, I don't know, some crappy whatever horror movie. Like Paranormal yeah. Activity was one of the first horror movies I watched because my dad loved those films. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's scared of the. Sh- Actually, no. I Am Legend was the first movie I saw Ooh. because my dad brought me to the movie theater. Scary? Yeah, it's a what? I guess so. Yeah, it is. It's very uh-huh. sad, too. Yeah. He kills the dog. I know. That's why I'm like, is it scary? Well, it's an apocalypse Suspenseful. movie. Suspenseful. I wouldn't say suspense. There's no suspense for half suspense. the movie. <laughs> okay. But uh, <laughs> no, so he brought me to that movie Damn. and we got like 20 minutes in and me and my brother were scared. And instead of leaving, my dad just turned us around and told us to cover our ears. Because he wanted to finish the movie. Damn. <laughs> and so I was forced to watch I Am Legend when I was like, wh- I don't know when the movie came out, like 2008 or something. When I, It was in theater. So whenever it came out is when I saw mm-hmm. it. And I was way too young to see that. But The Shining, what I was talking about, was like the first movie where I watched it and I was scared. But I also was kind of like, that was sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I kind of just... Watched it again. I wouldn't say like I was like watching it like a hundred times, but it was one of those like, oh, I want to watch The Shining, or oh, what movie do I want to watch? And I would always watch it. Um, <laughs> feel like but it is though. What? I feel like it is though. What? I feel like it is that movie for you. No, I d- I've only seen it. I I probably say like at least seven times. <laughs> at no. least. No, no, at least seven. You know what I mean? That's not that bad. That's not that bad, right? No, I'm For saying like literally at least movie. you've definitely seen it more. Oh, right. I feel like we've yeah. watched it like three times the past, what, two years? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> Clips-wise, I've probably... You've uh, watched probably a lot of clips. Yeah. Especially but, uh, in school. Yeah, too many. But I just love that movie. I think it's really good. I think uh, storytelling is really good. Acting is amazing. Jack Nicholson, what a guy. Um... Kubrick, what a guy, RIP. Mm, uh, my man. <laughs> I just, I, there's so many, there's so many cool things about it. I don't want to like, I don't know, like it's just. There's so much to yeah, say about so it. Yeah, there's so much to say. And there's, there's so many things that are like deep into it. That you rediscover, every, not yeah. even rediscover, you discover every time you watch it. Like I thought I knew the movie and then I was on you YouTube. You think you do. Yeah. And I was on YouTube like the other week 
And this thing came up, and it was like, The Red Book and The Shining. Blah, blah, blah. It was like some stupid like clickbait title. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll watch that. <laughs> Literally, I don't understand any of the movie now. Because it was like, there's this red book that's on the desk in the office. And if you know what the red book is, and like the red book's like a real thing, and it's like called the red book, and there's like a bunch of like mythology and like crazy shit behind it and it all has to do with like it all correlates to the story too and it's like just like kind of planted there does it like make someone crazy uh i don't know it's not the book that makes someone crazy there's just i i don't remember what happened you have to if you if you look up like the red book and the shining well it was like so sophisticated i could not remember a single (laughs) word i just sat there and was just like wow yeah i was just like okay i guess I, i guess i'll accept that like they, but it was like it really just made me like enjoy and ex- like make, make English is hard. <laughs> um, made me appreciate the film more than I already did. Like just knowing there's so much to it, and there's so much more like deep there in it. I don't know. It's just a really good film. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that the stair scene there was 120 takes is insane, and I would never do that because. First of all, I don't want to deal with that because I only think about that. They did 127 takes. There's no way they did anything else either. That had to have taken days, right? There's no way they did that in one day. Yeah, and did they even like use the last take? Do you think, or did no the way. editor look through all fucking 127 I or whatever? I think they took takes. the last take because what I remember seeing I think probably for how distressed. Shelly was. Yeah. <laughs> she almost quit because of that scene. Uh, I mean, I would do You're like, I think I did a really good job. He's like, no, I think we're going to keep going for another 48 hours. Uh, like, the amount. Oh, I mean, that's woman. not real, but like, oh my God. I don't know. It's just insane One to me. One day just dedicated to that whole scene. Literally. And yeah. you're not even doing any setups. That poor crew is just probably sitting there like, are we doing anything are else we moving today? On? Like, <laughs> are we just hanging out all day? Yeah. Cause like you there's guys... no way that was in the, like the script and like in the work schedule. Like there's like three takes for this scene. And then the we'll move AD on. The AD was probably fucking going mad. Yeah, the AD was like, uh, uh, and he's like, all f- then the fucking, what, Kubrick was like, <laughs> yeah. I'll fire you Stanley, if you you've got me. 40 takes. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe this one should be our last. Kubrick's like, I'll tell you when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I would be like, yes, well, sir. Well, actually. No, yes, God. <laughs> he, doesn't f- he doesn't fly. So I don't uh, know what scenes he was there for. I don't, I'd he have might have been there. I don't, yeah, I don't know what scenes he was there for either. Yeah. I think he might have been. For the really heavy directing stuff like He's that, he, I'm pretty positive yeah. he was there. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just like the... I think a lot of the establishing shots yeah. and stuff like that. There's no way he'd be in that helicopter, that's for sure. <laughs> There's no way he'd yeah. fall. He's dead, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's one of those movies, again, it's really good. I love it. Um, I think it's a classic. It's definitely one of those you need to watch. And uh, I don't know. I, I just think it's really good. Good horror movie. Uh, I think it's still, I wouldn't, I'm not scared of it anymore, but I think it definitely is one of those, like, people don't like it because it's kind of scary. And then you watch it and you're like, mm, it's not scary. Don't mm-hmm. know why I thought it would be. No, I remember, like, you're watching it in high school after hearing a lot of, like, I remember, like, watching it with my mom when I was younger. But, like, yeah. we were talking. You don't remember those movies. Yeah, so exactly. You don't know what was going on. Yeah. So then, I remember in high school, really sitting down and watching it. It was like a stormy Washington night, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I remember like being like creeped out, but I was like, wow, this really isn't that. <laughs> this is fun. Yeah. Like, I want to go to that maze. <laughs> <laughs> I still do that. It sounds kind of yeah. fun. That maze. The maze does sound yeah. kind of fun. 
long as you don't get lost. Yeah, and then get killed. But yeah, um, I don't know. I I think it's a really good film. I just I don't know. It's one of those you got to watch it. If Lots you of layers. I want to watch it's it again. Such a beautiful film too. Oh yeah. Production design, colors, oh, shapes, yeah. lines. Literally, it hits all the marks. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a Kubrick film, of course. Yeah. So. Well, that's all I want to say. I just kind of want to talk about it briefly for a second. Just kind of, I don't know. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. If you have already seen it, go watch it again. <laughs> uh, yeah. What was <laughs> what was the film you want to talk about? Uh, well, I was gonna say two, <laughs> just okay. because. Okay. I just thought of this one. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but being John Malkovich, I don't know anyone that has seen this movie, but like it's brought up in film school a couple times. Like I've heard them bring it up yeah. and no one ever talks about this movie and this movie is fucking whack, but like wild. And <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. Like it's just, it's weird as fuck, mm. but I don't know. There's a lot more elements to it. And I remember watching it for like the first time when I couldn't sleep when I was younger. (laughs) And I remember just being like, like I couldn't even sleep after the movie. I was like, God damn, like, cause that was just so much. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just a really absurd concept. I don't think they executed the movie. They executed it like wonderfully. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. If I if anyone ever pitched that idea, I feel like someone would just be like, no, are, are you on drugs? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. They just executed it really well. Hmm. And then another weird movie that, like, these are movies that I watched in, like, the same time zone. As I was down yeah. a deep hole. I got you. Charlie Kaufman again. Oh. Pretty sure that was Charlie Kaufman that wrote that, which makes sense. <laughs> but it's another Charlie Kaufman movie. He wrote, and this was the only movie he directed, and I brought it up in class today, Synecdoche, New York. Hmm. Uh, starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he, he does a r- an amazing job in this. Again, it's like another one of those films that no one talks about, but the writing is amazing. Yeah. The cinematography, from what I remember, isn't like anything extraordinary. But there's just a lot of weird elements, a lot of weird symbolism. You're watching this like giant theater play that he's putting on. But the years are just going by. They're flying by. As the audience, or as like an audience member, you don't realize the time is flying by, just like he doesn't realize it. Well, and I've never seen I don't know. The movie plays on the audience heavily, hmm. and it's really more of an experience watching it. Hmm. And like, it's like they're talking to you. Well, I don't know. It's a pretty crazy film. Yeah, it's pretty surreal. Hmm. But I've never seen the film. I need to watch it. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Is it on anything, it, do you know? Or is it like... I think it was one that I caught on On Demand, but yeah. it might be somewhere now. Makes but, I, like, again, it's just a movie that I'm like, how does no one talk about this? Yeah. Like, especially no one in film schools brought it up much or anything. Mm. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I would recommend. Hmm. Yeah. Another, this is another film I randomly thought of. I don't want to, I won't go too deep on this. Mm-hmm. It just reminded me. It's definitely something that's been brought up in film school, but it's something that I don't think a lot of people talk about. And it's it's a very good film, but it's like it's good, but it's at the point where it's below all the other ones, so it doesn't get enough talk. But Requiem for a Dream, yeah, is such, such a, a good, good movie, movie, such a good cast. And I will say, like, for a movie to physically make me feel like uncomfortable Ill. and yeah. like ill after watching the movie, like. Mm-hmm. I, I've never felt that way in any other movie. They hit uh, every part of like the realistic and yeah. gritty parts of that movie. Just 
Like I've watched that movie probably I don't know five and times. And it just doesn't ever feel weird too. Like no, that's that's like a kind of movie I want to make. Like or and all of their like effects. I'm pretty most of them were in camera effects and like that kind of thing. Right. There's a lot of zooming. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of weird exactly. types of things. But, but it's just such a beautiful movie, and it's like they're so. I don't know what it is about that movie. I I think it's. It's such an interesting story, and it's so mm-hmm. well done, and I love Jared Leto in it. I wish he'd do more roles that are like this. Dude, right? Like wasted talent right now. <laughs> I hate yeah, to say it. Exactly. I hate to say it. But, like, he's so good, but, like, I don't know. He needs to get back into doing better roles like that. Mm-hmm. He's been doing, I don't know, get out of Joker. Like, I liked, I was excited because I was like, I like Jared Leto. No, mm-hmm. no need for that. Go back to doing Requiem for a Dream style dramas. He's good at it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I don't know. So I just, I love that movie. I think it's really good. If you haven't watched it, definitely check it out. I don't know if it's definitely, on Netflix. Definitely. It used to be. It used to be. That's when I, I watched it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, it's got to be on some sort of streaming service at this point. I don't, I don't know. But such a good movie. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing I wanted to talk about, this is something that um, we had brought up last week and then Ben informed us. So he was telling us about what he was told about the industry. <laughs> Jeez, I can't talk. Um, and what precautions are being taken? And so he was telling me that um, shows, I guess, are being asked to cut extras and to reconsider sex scenes and fight scenes. Oh, um, as oh well no, as my thesis. S- yeah, I know. <laughs> that was sex scene. <laughs> as well as, uh, in some cases, even shortening the like length of the films. Ah, that's gonna um, be And even there was no. some. And then another thing was like filming permits are going to be kind of hard to come mm-hmm. by. Which I don't really get because those aren't, you just gotta, I mean, I guess if you're trying to find somewhere to film, it's gonna be, it might be really booked because yeah. everyone wants to film. Like, that's the thing right now. Quarantine's bad, but in, but I think once everything gets back to normal, if everything does, I don't know. Like, this might be our new normal, everything we're doing now. Mm-hmm. But if we get back to normal, like, I think the industry, even though it's gonna suffer for a minute, I think it will do really well because all these people, all these creators have been stuck inside kind of forced to write because they don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Developing. Exactly. Like I'm curious to see like, and that is where the live stream ended last night. This is Nick coming back, talking to you uh, from the future, I guess you could say Uh, we were, we streamed the podcast last night on Twitch and um, right at the end of the live stream, as you guys saw, we were just about to close out the podcast. We were just talking about one last question. Uh, the live stream or the computer decided to completely freeze and shut down. Um, and w- we didn't see a reason to come back and come finish it because we had about a minute left, roughly, before we were going to end it. So I'm here to let you guys know. Sorry the episode got cut short. Uh, it was only a minute or two that you guys would have lost. But again, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, uh, make sure you tweet at us. If you don't, tweet at us or follow us on Twitter at CGS Hollywood. Um, and yeah, make sure you guys, if you aren't already, make sure you guys like, subscribe, whatever you're, whatever you're listening on. Make sure you guys follow us. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you tomorrow on the podcast with John and Cooper.